0: Hey everybody, Emily Abadi here, coming to you from my hotel room in Germany. (laughs) Not an everyday sentence for me. I'm out here this weekend visiting Adidas headquarters, joining in on some fun surrounding their Roads to Records event. Uh, Essentially what that is, if you didn't know, their global headquarters is located here in Herzog, Germany. They are holding this event, which the whole goal is to break records with athletes in the five kilometer, 10 kilometer and half marathon. Tons of running talent out here. Really exciting to be able to have the opportunity to witness it and uh, to join in on a a little 5K run they're having on Saturday for us normal humans (laughs) and uh, really get to experience all that is their headquarters. I've been here once before, in 2016 and that uh experience this is like a really full circle moment for me when i came here in 2016 i hadn't started the show yet i was recently laid off from my job at self when the magazine folded and i remember coming here and feeling so self-conscious and nervous about who i was like when i introduced myself to other people that I was meeting, whether they were other editors in the health and wellness space, if they were perhaps new influencers. At the time, Adidas was just opening up and really working on and investing in their global ambassador program. And I came on the trip with a ton of their original global ambassadors. And so I felt really, really nervous and like unsettled about like, hi, my name is Emily Abadi and what follows that? Now, again, a really full circle moment, so many years later, I am in a completely different place, both personally and professionally, and so to be back here and, you know, you're listening to this show, to have my own thing, to have done so much work on myself as well, uh, to be really firm in who I am, what my foundations are, what my values are, it feels really special, and I'm really, really proud of that. Uh That's not necessarily what this Five Minute Friday episode is about today. What I want to talk today about is the idea of, and I talk about this regularly on the show, but it's been really, really relevant lately, uh, fact versus fiction and the stories that we're telling ourselves. I forever have said the sentence, I am not good at napping. This is like kind of comical now that I'm saying it out loud, but I always have wanted to be the kind of person that was good at just like taking 30 minutes. I, as you know, am by nature an early morning human. I love getting up and getting stuff done first thing in the day. But sometimes that brings about a fair amount of tiredness, as one could expect, as the hours go on. And especially coming out here, uh, completely swapping a sleep schedule, if only for a few days. I got a couple of hours of sleep on the flight, thankfully. I got in, and I knew that I needed to definitely catch at least an hour nap in in the break I had before heading over to their global headquarters. And this would be, I would say, the second or third quote-unquote successful nap that I have taken Uh, This year, (laughs) I'm like laughing at myself because this just sounds so ridiculous. Uh, The thing is, is that, again, I used to tell myself that I wasn't good at napping. And what I realized when I told myself that was that I started to believe it. And I wasn't even giving myself the opportunity to rest when I really desired it because I was resistant to the idea. In my head, it was just something that I could not do. Again, I'm not talking about like climbing Mount Everest. I would say that right now it is a fact. I probably can't climb Mount Everest. But napping, like laying down, taking a break, I was so resistant to the idea of like allowing myself this reprieve. And so when I stopped believing the story that I was telling myself, this story, you are incapable of napping, you are bad at napping. And I allowed myself to simply lay and rest and accept whatever result happened. I am getting better at not believing my own BS, if that makes sense, at getting to a place where I am not just accepting the stories. And of course this takeaway that I'm sharing with you is bigger than just napping. It's like the sentence, I'm not a runner or I can't run. It's like, okay, maybe right now you don't enjoy running or you don't feel as though you're good at it. But what happens if you reshift, reframe, better word, that narrative? What happens if you stop running how you feel as though you should be running and running for a minute and walking for a minute and running for a minute and walking for a minute and not comparing that activity to that of someone else who maybe has different feelings on running. You see where I'm going with this? When you can separate fact from fiction, you have a lot of opportunity and you can separate the stories you're telling yourself versus what is actually reality. So I, am allowing myself the grace (laughs) to get better at taking a nap every once in a while. And that grace enabled me to accumulate over a wonky travel day, about five and a half hours of sleep total, which, hey, it's better than no hours of sleep total. I will take it. My question to you this week, my thought prompt for you this week, what is something in your life, a fact from fiction moment? What's a story that you're telling yourself that you can break? Something that you can have some grease with again how can you separate fact from fiction in your life and now a listener question hey emily this is sarah from boston Um, i've been listening for a while and i'm not a runner at all (laughs) but i love the interviews that you give with inspiring people my question to you is how are you navigating the world of investing I am in the boat right now where I'm trying to organize my finances. And I remember seeing on your Instagram stories that you also started investing. So what's your strategy here? Are you meeting with a financial advisor? Um, How is your investing journey going? I'd love to hear some feedback and some tips. Thanks. I love going back to the listener questions after having the opportunity to travel and knowing who the hurdlers are that are calling in and asking them. I met Sarah up in Boston. She is fabulous. And I am just, I'm happy to hear your voice, Sarah, uh, investing. It's, I'm working on it, right? So as of now, I work with an accountant. Uh, I was referred to an accountant that specializes working with individuals who are contractors. They have a lot of 1099s. I am one of those type Of humans. And I obviously, well, not obviously, but I I have my own LLC that I do all of my work under. And so I work with an accountant when it comes to navigating my taxes and everything like that. And also talk to him a little bit about strategic where I could place some of my money. Last year, I opened up an earnest, an earnest, an interest earning savings account. So now I'm earning money on my money over there. I also put a little bit of money in cryptocurrency. I felt like it was like the thing that I was open to experimenting with, Uh, not a ton. And I just did that using Coinbase, the app. Uh, I don't open it regularly because it just fluctuates so much. So that's kind of a long-term thing. I have a 401k from when I worked in-house at Condé Nast and Rodale. I also have an IRA that I do the max max contribution every year, which I believe at this point is $6,000. And beyond that, I am really interested in getting involved in investing in stocks. And especially after my conversation with Jacqueline Johnson, I'll link that in the show notes. She's the co-founder of Create and Cultivate and now has a fund called New Money Ventures. I feel like really excited about learning more about uh, doing that about putting my money places. Not that I have like copious amounts of extra money <laughs> laying around, but I do know that long term uh, investing in stocks and maybe companies, and maybe one day I can be a person that angel invests somewhere. What I've learned about that specifically is that it doesn't need to be like I don't need to say like I have a hundred thousand dollars to give you because I certainly do not. But sometimes angel investors are just like a much lower barrier to entry. Uh, maybe it's a thousand or five thousand or ten thousand. Again, this is a lot of money, so I'm not saying it lightly. But I'm just having a fun time learning more about the whole space, and I'd like to keep having conversations. And I think that's important that we have open conversations about how to do that. And I know that money can be like a really taboo thing. Everyone is in a different place and has different priorities on how they want to. Use it, spend it, save it. But I think that we can all agree that uh, financial wellness and financial health is super important. So the more open we can be about it, the better. So yeah, I think that kind of sums up where I'm at with my money. Just trying to make smarter decisions. I put a certain amount in my savings every month put a certain amount in a separate bank account that I have for rent every month. I put a certain amount in a separate account that I have for travel every month and obviously my regular expenses and everything. So just trying to be more diligent with this as I get older with the goal of one day, hopefully, you know, owning something, not just renting <laughs> forever. Uh, and that's where I'm at. And that's it for this week. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks for following along with Hurdle. If you're not doing so yet, head on over to social, follow us at Hurdle Podcast. I'm over at Emily body, And uh, I'm going to make this call out again. I do it regularly, but listener questions, I want yours. I need yours. I want to answer more questions. So please call in with one. I'd love to answer it on the show. The link to do that is in the show notes. Another hurdle conquered. Catch you guys next time.